You're listening to DraftKings Network. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Been following this guy for a long time. He's been following us for a long time. And he's got one of the grittiest, coolest stories in sports media because he basically made it through the meritocracy by being better at Twitter than most people. The Jenkins and Jones podcast. He's the co-host. New episodes drop Monday and Thursday on the Volume Network. Tyler Perrier, Dragonfly Jones on Twitter with us. Got a lot of things that I want to uh, cover with you, but the first thing I wanted to do is because I, I've noticed that you seem to have, do you have a love is blind obsession or do oh. you, is, is it a guilty pleasure? What's happening with you and love is blind? Are, are you tapped into it? Do you watch it? I don't, but our crew does. They love, uh, they I'm locked play. in. I'm locked in, bro. Can we talk okay. about Jimmy? Do you want to talk about Kenneth? Do you want to talk about who do you want to talk about first? It's amazing. I mean, every man on this season is trash, right? Jimmy's like, the worst. So, Jimmy's the worst. Like, though. bro, Every, every man except that dude, um, the 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 plain face guy who's got the Latina girl, who I think that's going to be the only couple that makes it. Um, y'all know who I'm talking about. He's yeah, dude yeah, is like yeah. Every yeah, you're right. Player ever, right? Like I think I think that couple's going to make it, but everyone else is terrible, bro. Terrible. I don't. I'm not rooting. Like I watched this for the train wrecks. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not watch this for the fairy tale happy um, endings. And it looks like we are going to get a lot of those this season. I was just telling Billy that I'm going to just tune into the yeah. final episode just because I kind of like seeing when people get left yeah. at the altar. <laughs> yes, that's the best. I feel like such a terrible person, but these people weren't right for each other anyway. It's like it's best for all parties involved when they don't go through with this. I mean, it's, a, it's an absurd concept. You're marrying someone who you've only known for like two or three weeks. You know, it's crazy. Chris Cody just whispered in my ear, I could hear Jessica's lunch. Yeah, it sounded good. It was really good. <laughs> I want to play for you some sound here because uh, we reached out to the people who got thrown around by Cam Newton. And really? uh, yeah, we were told uh, by the guy who got most thrown around that they were, quote, addressing the matter internally. And uh, and then they went on an interview that was apparently with their PR person, I believe. Uh, I'm not totally sure. But let's just listen to the sound of the people explaining uh, how and why it came to be that Cam Newton threw them around. So Cam has an organization. Mm -hmm. It's not just one team. He has an organization. So it's just been a lot of trash talk, you know, from, you know, saying hit more so his side. Just out of nowhere, just talking crazy to us for no reason. It's like, it's not nothing new. Like, I've been around, bro for five years so mm -hmm. like this typical cam newton behavior but steph you was right there yeah so oh, they you talking listening to the whole thing so yeah, you yeah. heard him and you walked up so steph walked up there oh, okay and as i'm know? walking over steph cam is in steph's face i made y'all responsible for everything y'all do whatever it, then he grabbed steph okay. so me being my little brother and i'm walking up a flight of steps and i see a six six guy grabbing my brother and that's the footage that everybody that's what everybody's seeing okay. like, so that was the first altercation that's that right. everybody nothing, saw nothing else right ever had him okay nobody's seeing like how he was Talking Talk crazy, crazy like the past two days, like yeah. nobody's seen it. Like I say this as the person who requested a conversation with them. No mm -hmm. one is here for their explanation of what happened. No, no. I, I, I think Bomani hit the nail on the head when he said, we don't care if, if uh, you are in the right. We we are laughing at you because you are in the stupid. And I think that's the perfect way to explain it. I will say my favorite thing 
about that ass woman that Cam gave to all those people is it was such a lawsuit proof ass woman that he gave, right? He he could have thrown some haymakers and cracked some faces, you know, cracked some orbital bones and some jaws, but it was just straight tosses, bro. Like, you know, he, you know, he's been the game manager, game changer guy. That he game managed that ass woman that he handed out that time. What, what, <laughs> what do you believe is more impressive there? Do you believe the hat never moving is more impressive than never needing to throw a punch that would result in a lawsuit because you're good at rich people throwing people around without a lawsuit? The, the, the hat for sure sticks out to me that, because that is a big hat, right? It's not like a, a baseball cap like I'm wearing now. It's like a magician top hat, right? Like he's got a rabbit in that mouth. So that's staying on his head. He's unbothered, just tossing these dudes, taking on four guys at once. Cam's a different dude. Most football players are different dudes, and people need to realize that, man. I, I'm wondering why it is that they wouldn't. It must be because he's a quarterback, right? Even though he might be the most physical of the quarterbacks we've seen. Right, right. Did you see that that clip of when he met Luke Keekley, um Super Bowl weekend, and they had a really cool moment where they hugged? Cam lifted that guy off the ground. He had Cam, he had Luke uh, Luke Keekley's uh, little toes, you know, just dangling in the air. And that guy was a destroyer of worlds during his prime. Right, like Cam is just. He, he's he's not just big for a quarterback. He's big for a football player, right? Like he's bigger than most like linebackers, dude. We all just want to be held like that, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My little toes off the ground. <laughs> Are Clay and AD going to get married or not? No, absolutely not. Right? Absolutely not. He's been, absolutely. he's dropped already too many times. Like, yo, I don't want to cheat on you for real. I really don't want to do it. I really don't want to do but it. I'm she's going like, to. Well, what? Like what? But I got to deliver these jet skis. I can't be the man you need. <laughs> right? Like, like Clay is so full of. Yeah, I'm going to tell you when everything made sense for this dude, because I was like, he's got a really big ego. He's full of himself. Where did this come from? When we found out he was a track dude, I was like, okay, that makes sense. If y'all know track guys, they are a different breed. Like, I guess a better frame of reference would be all NFL wide receivers were track guys at one point, you know, right? And we all know how big uh, divas, you know, those guys are. So everything made sense once I found out that dude was a track star and and, uh, all American at South Carolina, right? Like he was no slouch. You have been someone who's been a, an astute observer and uh, perpetually cracking jokes at the expense of Russell Wilson. What do you make of his present predicament? Um, it feels it feels like a, a bit of a heel turn here, right? Um, this guy was like the ultimate company man. You know, um, we've had football, um, his, his teammates go on record saying that, you know, he was just someone who just always sided with the suits, with the coaches, with ownership, like, Marshawn Lynch talked about how he had to, when he wanted to reach out to Russell Wilson, he had to go through like a third party. And then, you know, Russell would call him from like a block number. Like he's just like a guy who has never been pro worker. Right. But now he's got this whole thing going where, where, you know, you, 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 you see him have the sit down interview where he's kind of, you know, spilling the beans on how, uh, you know, how bad Denver did him. And he's got this whole little workout video. I don't know if y'all saw that where he was like married to the game. Right. You know, which is which is really kind of a clever angle for his team to push, because the whole connotation there is, you know, I'm a guy who honors promises. I'm a family man. I'm a husband. Unlike the Denver Broncos who just reneged on their word. Right. Like that's the connotation there. So it's a really clever angle for them to go with on that. But I do not think it's genuinely Russell like fighting the system or or you 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 know being on the labor side of things here. He's just trying to show other teams like he still got. He just still wants to get that bag. That's it.
But do you look at this and wonder if we've ever had an athlete quite like this that we look at this way? A-Rod fills a similar place when he was playing at the top of his powers bear. But one of the great offenses with customers that you can have is someone that we don't believe is authentic, that it's like a lot of veneer, a lot of packaging. And I he I don't know that it's insincere for him. He might be that kind of um, you know square. Yeah, yeah. He 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 just might be. He's from Richmond. Um, he went to a high school out here, a collegiate private uh, school, where you know it. If, if you're from Richmond, you're you know him being the way he is and knowing that he went to collegiate makes complete sense, right? But um, yeah, I I I don't even think it's him like posturing or or him you know trying to you know. He, you know, develop a brand. I think he's just really a different dude. Like, bro, Russell Wilson should be like one of my favorite football players ever, right? Like, like I said, he's a Virginia guy. He's married to Sierra. Like, he should, he's a Super Bowl champ. He should occupy like the same place in my heart for Virginia legends like, you know, Allen Iverson and Michael Vick do. But I just, I just don't see it for him. I'm, I'm just not a fan of the dude, bro. But what I'm saying to you is, do you understand how strange it is or how unusual your personality has to be for you not to be able to have all of those things in your corner and have us receive you as cool? Like, that's a lot of advantages yeah. you have. Right, right. Exactly my point. I, like I said, on paper, he should be like one of my favorite athletes ever. But, but the dude is just like a robot. He is just like a company man robot, bro. Company man 5,000 or whatever. Are you like me? Because I admitted something with a bit of shame on yesterday's show. You must not be like me. You must have known this already. When the Clipper logo came out, I was unaware until the time uh, that the new logo came out that the Los Angeles Clipper, the Clipper refers to a boat. I, I learned that when the logo came out and felt a decent amount of shame admitting it. Oh, you, you are not alone. I unfortunately knew it because I'm a nerd who just like Google all the time when I'm bored. But I did know it was a boat because I know they had the little San Diego history and all that. What did you think the Clippers were before? Like Air I, Clippers? I, 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 no, I just hadn't considered it. I never, I didn't, I, it's not something I hadn't had the thought until I saw the boat on the logo. What did you think of the logo? Oh, um, I hate it. You know, uh, they rolled out that logo and bro, I was just so underwhelmed. And it feels like, it's not just uniquely because of the Clippers. It kind of feels like there's just been this whole movement that's been going on in sports over the past couple of decades when it comes to logo designs where they're just not fun anymore, dude. And it makes me think back. And I feel like the, the 90s were the last fun decade of sports logos. And then everything shifted to logos that look, you know, that took themselves way too seriously. Like, I don't know why that should happen, but it for sure happened. And I hate it. And, you know, I think as incredible and enthralling and entertaining as sports are, sports at their core are silly. Right. Like basketball consumes my life. And it's just a bunch of dudes in matching short sets throwing a ball at a hoop. All this shit is silly. And I feel like the best sports logos, the best sports mascots are the ones that lean into the silly and not the serious. And I feel like we've just got way too far removed from the silly and all this. It's, it's it's so boring. It's so drab. Well, you are a style connoisseur. You are a fashion critic. So how about you help us with the top five rules for a good team logo? Do you think you could put that together off of the top of your head? We'll go five, four, three, two, one. I'll give you a second to think about it. Certainly you are you are somebody who, who fancies himself an expert in this realm, right? This is something that you can deliver without a whole lot of thought, correct? Yeah, you know, free game right here for sure. All right, number five. Okay, so 
like I said, when it comes to, I think that logos need to lean away from the serious and lean back into the silly, right? Because the silly logos just flat out look cooler. There's no other way to say it. Like the 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 Clippers new rebrand, that shit looks like Kylo Ren, bro. It looks like a, a fucking Sith Lord. You know, it looks like a Star Wars character. And as Exhibit A for like downgrade of, of this, it's like the Charlotte Hornets logo. Like if you look at the iconic 90s logo, which I loved as a kid. Like when the, when the Hornets, you know, hit, it was a game changer. And you look at what they did to him, and you you, you know you look at how they reach how they changed that. Like they turned that into the Batmobile, bro. And and it's and it's like at first the Hornets logo was amazing, iconic. Even you know I love those big goofy shoes and those dumbass gloves. Like he was perfect, and they turned him into like a syringe or some shit. Now I hate the new logo. Chris Cody, your timing was a little off there. He also needs to help you on the front end with a quick answer uh, at the beginning so you can get the fanfare in. Number four. Number four would be it is okay for your logos to look nice and cute. They don't have to, <laughs> right? Like they don't have to be imposing or intimidating. It's cool if they just look cute. Like take a look at the Baltimore Oriole, for example, right? I think that is one of the best logos in all of sports. And that is adorable, right? He's just smirking away, living the dream. It's such a good logo. And I'll put like the Baltimore Oriole up against any bird logo in sports. Like I'll put it up against the Philadelphia Eagle, the Seattle Seahawks, you know, the Atlanta Hawks, the Atlanta Falcons. Whoever you want to bring, this little cute smirking mother mopping them all up. It's such a good logo. He is cute. He I've never really He's realized adorable, that until now. He's adorable. Trying to pinch those point. cheeks. Right. Number three. Okay, so we I had this conversation on Twitter, and a Twitter user named Tommy Wrong the Third made a great point that we need to bring back mascots who are actually playing the sport in, in sports logos, right? I feel like sports logos peak. When you see a mascot playing the sport in this in that team's logo, it's perfect. Like the New England Patriot getting ready to snap the ball, the Toronto Raptor and the Vancouver Grizzly playing basketball, um, you know, the St. Louis Cardinal getting ready to step to the plate. We have, you know, the San Jose Shark biting a, a hockey stick in half because, you know, yeah, he does and play by the rules. He's a shark, right? And those are all like 10 out of 10 logos. And that to me is with sports peak when we have like actual mascots playing the sport in the logo for sure. How does a clipper play basketball though if it's a boat? That's why I think it should be clippy playing basketball. How about that? <laughs> right, right. I, there was someone put out a logo of some hair clippers and I was like, bro, that's perfect. I love that. Like we don't have to be committed to this this unknown ship that this team is named for. We can lean into like the, you know the barbershop side of this. There's there's a market there. There's a lane there. Number two, you know, like I said, I think the vibes were just better with silly sports logos. You need good vibes with your logo, right? And at that point, I present the old Milwaukee's Bucks logo and the current Milwaukee's Bucks logo, right? Like you look at the old school logo. Current's better. Oh. Yeah, the old school, like, bro, that dude is just chilling, just good vibes, not a worry in the no, world, like right? old one's great. He's so cute. Right? right? And that was the logo of the Bucks teams that had, like, you know, Kareem and Oscar Robinson, right? Where, you know, I'm sure there were, like, expectations for that duo to win championship just year after year. You got the flat-out best basketball player in the league and the best all-around player in the league. But look at this guy. He doesn't care about any of that, right? There's not a care in the world. He's got his cute little uh, sweater on, spinning the basketball on his hoof. He's just whimsical as fuck out here, living the dream. I love it. <laughs> and finally, the number one key, the number one rule for a good team logo is? The sillier, the better. You need, and you need to be silly, right? Like, like, you know, with the Clippers logo, I get all the 
they incorporated. So I get that they incorporated the ship in it and the, the sea and the compass, but you know, something can can be brilliant but not ambitious, and that's what I what what it feels like with the Tony. Game. Why are you criticizing his top? I'm not five? criticizing his top five at all. It just feels like it could have been a top two that we could have said be silly. And then do things that aren't as serious, which feels okay, like, kind of like a top, top one. No, but a top five Ooh. is what I asked him for. I didn't ask him for a top two. I asked him for a top five. Dragonfly, what do you oh. think about this love triangle, though, between Jimmy, what? Jessica, Chelsea, and also Trevor now coming into the picture after this? Very important. <laughs> I didn't see the new drops, but I... But, uh, oh, buddy. Jessica. Yeah, I know I'm in for a doozy. But as far as... And I still do not believe that Jessica still hung up on that dude. I thought, bro... Mike, like, mic drop on it, though. Mic drop on it. You're going to choke when you see me. You're going to need an EpiPen? Oh, I was like, come hard. on. Those are bars, man. Like, that was some Game of Thrones level writing right there. That was some Cersei shit, dude. Like, I was just amazed when she said that. But I still do. I, I'm still so... I don't know what they see in Jimmy. And I know I sound like a hater, but I just do not know why these women are going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs over that dude, bro. Team, he's Timu uh, Christian McCaffrey. <laughs> he looks like Doug Funny, bro. New episodes drop Monday and Thursday on the Volume Network. He is the co-host of Jenkins and Jones. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate the time. Always a pleasure, man. Appreciate y'all having me. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.